BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Andrew, how are you? Good to see you. I'm fine. Every time we do this podcast, it's chaotic. We try to figure out. Can you hear me? Can you hear? You're good. Yeah. You're I'm good? good. No, uh, uh-uh. I can't hear you. So Are you, you good? Wanna, I'm not good. Oh. Are you? You go. Every time. Go. Oh, I didn't even turn off my notifications. Hold on. That this shit's about to start dinging. Also, the lawn guy's here. He's outside my window. So you're about to hear a weed whacker in 30 seconds. And Andrew, I will tell you right now, you are the most easygoing, go with the flow person I know because I panicked, was like, Andrew, I got to get you on. Well, I want you on, period. But I was like, got to get you on Wednesday night. Da, 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 da. And then you text me right before we were supposed to start yesterday. And I was like, I'm in, I'm literally in a, in a K hole. Like, I can't right now. Mm-hmm. Can you do the next morning? And you're always, you're just good. I don't know if it's just because you're unemployed and like have a lot of time on your hands, but you're always available and I love you. First of all, I'm not unemployed. Okay. I have a podcast Monday through Thursday, which I get paid through iHeart. I'm on a reality show TV show. Okay. Yeah, twice. sure. I said yeah. that. I have my own podcast. I play golf. You do play golf. So you, just like Jeff, you think that's a full-time job? Honestly, I think I'm better than Jeff. No offense. No, I know you're better than Jeff. I know you're better at golf than Jeff. But I just think he thinks it's a full-time job. And it, it is. he hasn't even won money in like, a match. So I'm like, where is, I need the income. You know what I mean? I mean, I think when he gets on the senior tour, when he's 65, he'll pay you back. Would and- you play, would you play on the Saudi Arabia tour? Yes. I know. This is so stupid that they, why is the PGA saying that these guys are going to be penalized? Also, if Andrew, you will you, exp- me, will you explain you to my me, audience what it is? For, well, Saudi Arabia has billions and billions upon billions of dollars. They decided to get in the, into golf. They started their own little league. They paid Dustin Johnson like $200 million. They paid Phil Mickelson like $300 million. These guys are on their way out from the PGA. They're not going to make that much more money. They've already made a lot of money. But Phil Mickelson's also a, a, a gambling mess. He's yeah. lost everything. He like bets whether or not like the tee will break. When mm-hmm. you hit the ball, like he bets mm-hmm. on everything. He bets on if the waiter is going to drop a glass. They made their own little league. PGA is like, oh, because they're paying them more money. Like it's finally a league that's paying more money than PGA. So PGA is like losing their mind. 
Yeah, so they're basically saying, if you go and play for this Saudi Arabia league and get paid $150 million to come play, then you mm-hmm. cannot play in any PGA tournaments. Yeah, and I'm sure none of the companies that sponsor the PGA take any money from Saudis. I'm right. sure. I'm sure. Let's talk about your transition, your fall from grace. How St. Louis was survived. Look, I'm making more money than I've ever made in my life. My career is going great, but somehow I had to leave New York to go to St. Louis to make the money. Some it doesn't make say, sense, right? Well, it was, it was COVID times. Every city was kind of the same at that point. I moved here to do a podcast in person. And then, yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect to be here longer than a year. And then I met a girl and we moved in together. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're I mean, a full I- adult, Andrew. You're a full fucking adult. And it is wild to me. Here's the thing, though. I did the same thing. Like, back in the day when I was living in L.A., this is even before I went back to New York, we met in New York. Like, I was in L.A. grinding, hustling, doing all that shit. And then this horrible thing happened where my dad died and I had to move home. And that's when my career took off. It wasn't when I was, when you're in LA and New York, they don't want you. When you leave, they're like, oh, you should really come back. And it's bullshit. So you had to go to St. Louis, Missouri (laughs) to have any success. And I love it. I mean, it's just like maybe one step above us flying to Saudi Arabia to do commenting. Like that's, (laughs) that's. Yeah. I love it. I actually don't mind it here that much because I leave a lot. Yeah, I live with this girl. And I never thought I'd live with a woman. I thought I was going to die alone, not even in a nice place, you know, not even like as an old man. Like like in Boca? Man. Yeah. Like you never yeah. thought you never saw yourself like dying in Boca. Just maybe dying in Boca, but in like a one bedroom with using bed sheets for window. Yeah, cover. covers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing like, oh, he died alone because he worked so hard and became so successful. He didn't have time for a family. No, I had time. No, you had time. time. You had time and plenty of bed sheets to have a family. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird when you have five sets of bed sheets and no bed. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like, what? (laughs) It was for our trip to Saudi Arabia. We're dead. We're dead. Okay. What we're going to do is I'm just going to record. We're going to record just some neutral stuff so that if we have to cut out Saudi Arabia, because I'll send it to my attorney, then we know. (laughs) Guys, if you're tuning in right now to the podcast, Andrew and I did about a 45-minute rant about when I used to work with the Royal Saudi family, but we don't know if legally we can use any of the material. So we're just going to act like (laughs) we didn't say it and just jump back into our regular conversation about Andrew moving in with a girl for the first time. Yeah, it's fine. It's great. I think like when you're single for as long as I've been. Yeah. You just build habits where you don't realize your own filth. It's like, you know, you don't realize that, you know, you have a a quarter drank two liter diet Coke in the fridge for seven months. (laughs) And it's getting like a little fuzzy, like a little furry on top. And you just you just let it chill there. Is it like in a McDonald's cup, or is it is it just like in the can? Like what? Wh- how is the no, diet it, it's coke a preserved? Two liter. It's a two oh. liter. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. It's a, yeah. Does it yeah. have a top on it, or is it just fresh? Like th- there's no carbonation left. There was a top. It's kind of done its own thing. It's not. You know, I don't know if it's de- like if it 
deteriorated or over time or yeah. I got drunk and I drank it in the middle of the night and then you drink Diet Coke when you're hungover oh, and you're like, God. fuck, that was the worst decision of my life. But I'll tell um, you what, a fountain Sprite, a fountain Sprite is literally the only thing, the only thing <laughs> that really can truly bring me back to life. Because it's a little less carbonated, I think. No, I think it's because it's extra carbonated, but it's that it's that lemon lime. So you feel like you're detoxifying. You know, you get that like it's almost like spa water. You're like, it's a little lemon lime and it's just extra crisp. To me, it has so many bubbles. It just helps me with the nausea. I mean, especially when you add vodka and, when you, you, and you don't even have Sprite. When yeah. you add Goldschlager to Sprite <laughs> oh God, in dude. the morning with a Hardee's butter biscuit, you're back in action, baby. Dude, Goldschlager, I can't even say. That's like, you know, the one alcohol where you get so fucked up on it mm-hmm. and, that you can never drink it again. Yeah, every every well, alcohol, but I yeah, continue yeah. to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I have left is Rumplemints. No, literally. There's a, guy, there's a guy at our country club. He will drink. He's a single guy. He's older. He's a, we, we call him Uncle Dan. And he sits at the edge of the bar and he has, every, this is his like order of drinks. He starts with buttery Chardonnay. Then he'll sometimes move to like a heavy red wine, which I can't interchange the do. Then he'll do a vodka on the rocks and ends with rumplements. And I just slowly see him progressively get drunker and drunker. And the bartender's like, we, this is the only man in America who goes to a country club bar and asks for rumplements. I mean, that is a system that probably took decades to figure out. I mean, yeah. he... He probably mixed and matched a lot of things over the years to figure that out. Yeah, I, but I don't that will want... be you. That will be you drinking rumplements with your in your tiny studio apartment in Boca, and it's not even like your suntan because you're doing some weird thing where you like, you know, you've become an agoraphobic now, so you just stay in the house in your little studio apartment with mm-hmm. your sheets over the windows. Yeah, every time I'll just look through my my window hole or my <laughs> door hole and just see people pass by. And or I go, you'll, yeah, you'll be the cr- creep, like watching the girls sunbathe by the pool, you know? Yeah, but I'll be on the first floor because I can't yeah. afford anything higher. So they're like, we see you. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, uh, but I'll be like the bed sheets. And they're like, yeah, the, it, the sun goes through. <laughs> we can see your shadow. We see you, you know? masturbating <laughs> in the window, yeah. sir. We see you crying <laughs> and using your own tears to jerk off. It's just really sad, sir. And I'm like, yeah, but I was. One, I was on a reality show 45 years ago. How's the reality show going? Are you guys, if you do know if you're picked up for season two, how does it work? No, I don't know. I mean, apparently we were doing okay. I don't think I do well on the show. I think my tongue is always out of my mouth. I look like Lenny from Mice and Men. (laughs) They couldn't have cut me worse. I go, first of all, a lot of people get in shape to get on TV. I'm usually in shape. I'm like an in-shape guy. I decided to put on a good 30, 40 pounds for my big debut. (laughs) What are you doing this summer? Maybe you own a boating company, right? You're doing tours of Lake Como. Maybe you're doing tours of, I don't know, Lake Tahoe. If you don't have a boat company and you don't have a website built on squarespace.com, you're a freaking idiot. So I want to empower you. If this is the year that you decide you're taking your jet ski business to the next level, or maybe you're doing... I don't know, tubing on the river, whatever it is, you need to build your website and have an online presence at squarespace.com. 
Here's the thing, from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to help build a beautiful online presence and run your business. I love Squarespace. I've used it for my tour website. I use it for my merch website. Squarespace just makes everything so freaking easy breezy. It's very user-friendly and has amazing customer service. And that's one of the many reasons why I love it. Here's the thing. Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash absolutely absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Work smarter, not harder. If this is the year that you're opening Jessica's jet ski business, well, then you should make that website on squarespace.com. You can connect your social media, your analytics, your e-commerce. It's all there. Squarespace.com slash absolutely and get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You're welcome. Hey, Andrew, story of my life. This little bit came out on Netflix and I had to be my own stylist. And I was literally the Century City Mall the day before trying to find clothes to wear for this thing. And I don't know if it's because I wore a glitter top and then it, the, the light from Netflix like reflected <laughs> on my neck. I have had more people very close to me who are genuine friends like, you look like you swallowed, you were like a horse licking on salt cubes. I don't look like myself at all in this thing. And if I do, and like, if you've seen any of it and I do look like that, then just tell me. But it is so wild how different I look on in real life as opposed to like 40, 4K, 4D, 5D, whatever the fuck it is, cameras. Like, I look like a completely different person. I mean, and it's I guess, depressing. I guess. The and best- I'm fat, period. So <laughs> <laughs> I am fat, but I look really good. And I carry it well in public. You know what I mean? But you're doing act outs, you know, like. A lot of the times you kind of understand your face, you know, yeah. but if you're if you're throwing it back, like if I throw it back, my, you know, my neck. Uh, I do have I a get, very expressive the, neck. Yes. Yeah. But the way I look at it is if we get a season two, I'll get in really good shape. Yeah. And I'll get like a fake ass and maybe get bigger oh, you, balls or something. Get a BBL. Do you know what a BBL is? Brazilian butt lift. They suck all the fat from one part of your body, a.k.a. maybe your balls. Maybe we shrink your balls so they're yeah. so fucking tiny and then we put the rest of the the juice, fat, whatever it is, in your ass. That'd be great. And come back like, you know, like Courtney did. Like, you know, no one would expect it. They'd be like, holy shit, is that the guy that had his tongue out of his mouth? <laughs> now he has his tongue out of his mouth with a four-pack, you know? Exactly. Really. And I tell really, and tell people yeah. though, because they don't know what is the show that you're on. I don't even know. You don't. <laughs> Welcome home, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Great British Bake Off. Andrew <laughs> has been on season 25 of the Great British Bake Off. It's wild. They filmed it in St. Louis, so we don't think that the show is actually accurate. It's a little. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna peel back the curtain and show you what it's like in <laughs> Hollywood. They're actually filming the Great British Bake Off in St. Louis. They actually eat the whole cake, and you can tell by his neck. It's called Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer. It's on E. It just, the season finale just ended last week. And it was fun to make. Like, and all kidding aside, it was a good time. It kind of, you know, showcases her and her relationship with her Mm ex-boyfriend. How they're on and off again and on again and then off again. And then on again. Now, were you already booed up in the show? I haven't seen it yet, Andrew. I have not seen it yet. I've got it queued up. I'm going to watch it. But I haven't seen it yet. Were you already booed up when you guys started shooting? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How did y'all meet? I met my girlfriend. She DM'd me on Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. 
and she wrote, I asked something about like, where's a, what's a good gym in St. Louis. And she just answered that question, but in like a cute way. And then I saw she's gorgeous. And I was, yeah, just she like, is beautiful, beautiful. I, I was just like, okay, well, and then I asked her out within like three messages and I made a, I chose the emoji. I never choose emojis, mm -hmm. but I think I was nervous and I, I wanted, <laughs> she was younger. She's younger than me. I'm and nervous. I just, I was just like, I'm going to go with an emoji. I'm going for it. And it was uh -huh. that wacky one where he's like looking up with one eye and then and stick, like sticking his tongue out. And it almost ruined, it almost ruined, like it was going very well. And it, she, to this day, she, she almost ended it from the emoji. I like, don't blame her. I would, too. If I mean, if you sent me an eggplant, a squirt, and a cigarette, maybe. But if you sent me the guy <laughs> with his tongue out looking up, you're like, this man's on too many antidepressants. You know what I mean? Like, I like somebody who's on, like, enough. a... Or not enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like somebody who's stable, but this is, like, we, we, we got to get the medication right, you know? This guy has a Diet Coke two-liter for the last six <laughs> years in his fridge. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. And then we just, we went out. COVID was still happening, and we... We went to this uh, like Middle Eastern restaurant. They had their own little like, like fire tents, like yeah. heated tents. And it was like a great first date because no one else was around. It felt yeah. very like, this is our own little world. And yeah. I don't know, we hit it off like pretty much instantly. And yeah. And now she's putting up with your shit. Now you're living with a woman. How have you adjusted? Because there's so many women who listen to our podcast. I say our because you're now my co-host. But I'm like, how do you feel now living with a woman full time? Your life has changed for the better. Definitely for the better. Here's the thing. She's a she. How do I put this in the nicest way possible? You wish you could hit her more. <laughs> just with two close fists. You're like, if I you found hit a out. woman with both hands on each side. They cancel each other. So it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Is what I've been told. It's more, it's more like a hug. It's more like a hug. If you <laughs> yeah, come that, in with two. <laughs> an old face hug, if you will. Dude, so I ran into an old friend randomly. This is this person is insane. And he goes, yeah, I'm getting a divorce. Apparently, if you hit your wife, they don't like that. And it was like dead serious. And I was just looked mm -hmm. at Jeff and Jeff looked at me and we were like, how are we even supposed to react in this situation? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? Why do I feel like that's the guy that was drinking the rubble mix? Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh. I, yeah, it's funny too that he goes, they don't like that. Is he referring to the courts or? Did yeah, he have exactly, a crowd? exactly, exactly. Yeah, the, the, I don't know, you know, the female population. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> fucking do that. But okay, sorry, back to you, back to you. As you know, like how we started this podcast, I'm very, I'm pretty even keel. Like, I'm a pretty relaxed dude. Yeah. Like, on a Tuesday, I'll probably be the same as I am Friday. Women tend to change every day. Hourly. Every day is a new human being <laughs> I wake up next to. And I don't know what I'm getting into. Part of it's fun. Part of it is fun. Yeah. It makes it exciting because I'm so even keel. It's fun to not know if I was going to wake up with a knife or a flower. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. or maybe both. So... It's just like, what kind of mood am I going to get that day? Mm -hmm. And it takes patience on my part because I'm just like, what change? Right. What, <laughs> what, what did I do yeah. that, that th three hours ago we were laughing mm -hmm. and now for some reason, because I didn't take out 
the laundry. The furry Diet Coke out of the fridge. Look, that's a that's that's staying. That's yeah. the one thing I said. But no, but like that's the thing that I didn't understand moving in with a woman that how to deal with that and to let it. I think the thing I've learned is not to correct it. Okay. You know? Wow. Mature not to go, not to think logically about it. Because when I, <laughs> when I go, well, here's some logic. Just let's think logical. I think mm-hmm. that's a word. That's like saying relax to a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, calm, calm down. Which is you know? that, that is when you'll end up like Amber Heard domestic. Like if Jeff were to say, relax, that's when I'm coming in. That's when I'm like, you know what? I'm whipping the hoops off popping the acrylic nails off, we're about to brawl. Do not tell me to relax. That is the most triggering word to a woman is relax. No, because you know what? Then that, This is where I go. Yeah, Andrew, I'd love to relax, but you haven't done one of the 15 fucking things I put on the list for you to do today while I'm over here sucking dick, making money, and, you know, taking okay. care of our dog. First of all, <laughs> can we not make lists? Oh, then what do you, what, yeah, because you guys are so good at just keeping it in your brain, keeping it compartmentalized in your brain. What's what you on mean? your list? What's on your list that's so important, Heather? What's so important where we have to write it down? 15 things. What are the 15 things? Okay, maybe three of those are important. Excuse me. I, I make the list of these are the things that you need to get done because you've been playing golf all fucking day, Andrew. Finding the perfect gift isn't easy for a wedding gift, okay? It's not It's not easy. But especially after two years of postponing nuptials, lucky for us, Brooklinen, home of the internet's favorite sheets, is our one-stop shop for finding gifts that newlyweds will love for years to come. From soft, cozy bedding to plush towels, robes, and more, Brooklinen has everything you need to celebrate the happy couple. Y'all, as somebody who just got married, I cannot reiterate this enough, Brooklyn is a great gift. You know when you go over to somebody's houses, you know, you go over to their house and you're like, hey, I love those sheets. Yeah, it's probably because they're laying on Brooklyn. That is such a great gift. It's also a gift for yourself because if you stay at your friend's house, your sister's house, your aunt's, your brother's, whatever, you want to stay on some nice sheets. So if you buy the sheets for the guest bedroom, really, it's a gift for yourself. You see what I did there? Listen, I love Brooklyn and they're one of my favorite products that we've ever had on the podcast. And if you need any extra reassurance, just check out their five-star reviews. They have over 100,000 of them. Yes, you heard that right. Over 100,000 five-star reviews. It does not get better than this. Truly one of the best wedding gifts I've gotten is a real up on my Brooklyn and sheets. I love them. So don't miss out. Brooklyn and summer savings event is here with 15% of all of their products. Listening after the sale, you can still save. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off. Gaps in the diet should not be ignored. Did you know that over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? And 95% of them are not even getting the recommended daily of key omega-3s. Now, I know that some of us aren't getting that D, but we need to be getting that vitamin D, the omega-3s, the things that we can control, if you know what I'm talking about. Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Up Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up. It is formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual does not stop there. They've invested in gold standard university-led clinical trials to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 and Up Multivitamin. What are the results? Well, it is shown to increase vitamin D levels, 
by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in as little as 12 weeks. And that's friggin' awesome. Here's the thing. I love Ritual and it's so easy. You order it, it comes right to your door. It's a no-brainer. You don't have to think about it. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit Ritual, that's R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash absolutely and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash absolutely. Again, R-I-T-U-A-L, ritual.com slash absolutely for 10% off. Get your ritual now. Ritual.com slash absolutely. Okay, first of all, you're coming at me with a lot of attitude where I haven't done anything except eat a chicken salad sandwich today. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I fucked you pretty good last night and mm. I rubbed your fucking feet. Okay? okay. Who the fuck has your back whenever you need it? Who's the shoulder you lean on when you start to cry? Who's the guy that fucking beat the shit out of the mailman because he tried to get an upskirt of you and sell it on eBay? Me, we, Jeff. We could have made money. I love that I'm just yelling at you as Andrew and now you're Jeff. <laughs> also, dude, dude, I'll tell you what. I started crying the other night. No, last night, last night, you know. Okay, just, hey, hate to break the fourth wall, but we're recording this before I head to my wedding. Jeff was packing and I gave him packing cubes and trying to make everything like real efficient. Andrew, I literally, I know I'm stressed out and I'm spread thin right now. He went to take his scale. He has a nice scale. He's been into fitness recently and he, he's packed his, his scale in his carry-on and I started to cry. I just literally started to weep like a dry heave. Like I can't do this anymore. And he looked at me and he's like, why I, the fuck are you can crying? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you, did you watch your Netflix thing right before that you saw the scale? <laughs> Andrew Collins, like the, the only man, have... <laughs> the only man who can fat shame me, Andrew Collins. I'm not shaming. I'm just saying logically, Heather. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe those things happen near each other is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. I hear it. I was already triggered from seeing how heavy I look on okay. Netflix. What I'm saying though is this is the logic behind Jeff. I said, we're staying in nice hotels. Every hotel in Italy is going to have a, a scale, right? Also, this is the last time Jeff and I were in Venice. He packed 15 pounds of magazines. And I had to listen to him bitch and complain everywhere we went how his shoulder hurt from how heavy his bag was. And I'm like, motherfucker, everybody puts read shit on their iPad. What are we doing here? You're go I'm going. The thing is, I already know him. Women are proactive. We are three steps ahead of you. So when we wake up and we're in a bad attitude or in a bad mood, it's because we already know, Andrew, you're going to disappoint me today. That's how it is. That is it. It's subconsciously, she knows you're going to do something already that has disappointed her. And I know, right. Jeff, we're going to be on our honeymoon and he's going to, we're going to be walking through Amalfi and he's going to be bitching and complaining. And I'm going to want to take this heavy scale that weighs like 10 pounds and hit him over the fucking head with it. That's okay, why. First of all, they don't <laughs> like that they don't, when you yeah. do that. But Maybe in Italy, it's fine. I get what you're saying. First of all, I think this is what happens. And I think this is where the disconnect with men and women. Okay. You're thinking three steps ahead on how everything's going to fall apart. Right. And mm -hmm. you got this whole negative future mindset. It's very pessimistic. And you're already you're thinking. Right. And maybe wow. 
if you think about the secret, right? We whatever our thoughts become reality. Maybe if you go, hey, everything's not going to fall apart. Maybe the scale's just going to sit there in his bag. It's never even going to come out because he just is bringing it because maybe he's a little self-conscious because he's trying to lose weight to look good in a tuxedo for your wedding. But so you has. actually want to fuck him that night. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm sure he's insecure too in ways. Like yeah. I'm sure he's tried to get in shape for this wedding. Like, yeah, it's a lot. You're in Italy. Every guy in Italy looks amazing. They're all yeah. tan. I've been to Italy. They're metrosexual. They're not Sopranos. They're fucking no. Sopranos. No. They're out yeah. there fucking <laughs> Spanish steps. And they're on a fucking Vespa ready to fuck your wife. And Jeff yeah. is worried that they're going to fuck you. And so he's bringing a scale because he's he's nervous. He's I nervous. get that. Yeah. So well, that being said, he shouldn't right. bring a scale. He shouldn't bring a scale. It's absurd <laughs> to bring a scale. It was it's, just that one thing that triggered me. And he looked at me and he was like, why are you crying? I just started hysterically crying. I was just like, I have put, put so much thought and effort. And you're right. It is. You're totally right. Thank you for calling me out on this. You're saying that I am already, and, and maybe women in general, we're already thinking negatively how something is going to go wrong. Dude. So I have a trip. We're going to Jackson Hole. Mm -hmm. And... And Brenna's already, my girlfriend's already like, well, what are we going to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? And I'm like, we're going to one of the most beautiful places <laughs> on earth. And you're already going, what are we going to do? That? I don't know. Look at a sunset, <laughs> hold each other, fuck under a tree. I don't know. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just going, we're going to, we're staying in a mansion. Like life yeah. is good. Why <laughs> are we thinking about the negative? And, and once I say that, she, you know, I sometimes get worried about calling out the negatives, but I think if you're in a relationship and you feel like someone is being, because I'm negative too, like I, like I had to drive to Michigan to see her family. I'm like, fuck, nine hour drive. Yeah. I can't believe, but it's just open communication about it, you know, like, but. Oh, oh a, no, I, when I unravel, Jeff and I are good communicators. But when I unravel, it's usually for a purpose. But last night, I just think the stress of, there's just so much tangible shit to get done before the wedding. And I just, it's wild. And I, and, and listen, I also think like I'm, I'm old school theater. The show must go on. Like I've just prepared, but I've got the feathers packed. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes with men, you're like, but, but this is what the other thing with men, y'all only think one step at a time. And if we didn't think three steps ahead, nothing would ever get done. That's the thing. I already like, no, it wouldn't get done. I'm going to stop here. What my argument is? You want to know what my Andrew, argument is? What Andrew? I hate you. Jeff was still alive when you met him. Barely. How old was he? Twenty-two. Okay. Barely. He was alive. He, he was actually probably thriving. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff was adorable <laughs> and thriving. And no, just, but this yeah. is my point. My point is, I was forty-one when I mm -hmm. met my girlfriend. Yeah, I got there. I got to 41 on my yeah. own, not thinking ahead, thinking behind, just living in the present. Maybe I get stabbed that day. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it, you know, until the knife is in my chest. I'm just yeah. saying we survive. So I think. But you survive you selfishly. That's the thing. When you're in a relationship, it's not just about you anymore. You survive selfishly. That's why when <laughs> like, like, you know, yeah, okay. you're surviving. But now you also like I we get up every day and I tell Jeff, I'm like, 
when we argue, I say, how can we better be better spouses together? Like, how can we be better partners to each other today? So when he drops the ball on something or I drop the ball on something, I, instead of like losing my shit, I'm like, we got to be better partners. Like we're in the game together. I know that sounds fucking cheesy. Marriage is hard. We got to be better partners. But there are days where I'm like, you guys, yeah, you float through selfishly. And it's not intentional that you're trying to be selfish. But when you guys only think about like your own shit, you're, you got somebody else to think about now. And so women, we have to be like, I got to make sure these things are checked off. And so when people are barking down my throat all the time, why don't you have kids yet? Why don't you have kids? I'm like, because I, I'm spread too fucking thin right now. I couldn't imagine also having to be proactive about children. Fuck me. I get that. I under, like, I guess my thing is if you wake up in the morning and my partner looks at me and is like, you ready for the game? You ready yeah. for the game of life today? <laughs> are we going to fucking play? Are we going to win it? I'm going to go, hey, babe, take a Xanax and let's go back to sleep for three hours and wake up and think about that this isn't a game. There's no game. There's no umpire here. What are we doing? Let's just live. Let's just breathe. We'll mm -hmm. go hit some golf balls. We'll have a martini. And next thing you know, we'll, we'll send out a few fucking emails about Italy. Yeah. We'll make love under a tree again. <laughs> and life is good. Like that, like extra, like. Zing. What's this? What's yeah. that? And I get it. Like you're going through a lot right now. You just came off a tour and from a tour, you're doing a destination wedding. I'm dead inside. In, Andrew. In I'm dead inside. I really am. Are you guys still on the road? Are you, you're touring through the summer. This weekend's the last weekend for, until. Yeah. And for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I just did 40 or 50 weekends. It's crazy. And I don't think, and just like, like P to P pussy to pussy right now. Yeah. 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 I don't think folks really understand. Like, I have a whole new respect for athletes. I have a whole new respect for people who are on the road all the time. It this it almost broke me. Like, I've never been prouder of myself that I did 94 shows. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a beast. I can do it. But I'm like, it, I'm almost died. There were moments sitting, like, in the Tampa airport where I was just like, and, you know, you run into people who came to the show, and they're like, I had a great time last night. And I look, and there's just, like, one tear rolling down my eye. And I'm like, I'm glad <laughs> I brought you joy. You know, I'm about to go home and yell at my husband. You know, like, how, I mean, physically, it took, it yeah. took me out. It's the, it's the flying, yeah. traveling. Like, people are like, oh, it must be so, rom like, cool glamorous. and You're glamorous. Like, no, no. It's like, no, I'm sitting in a middle seat on Southwest. Mm -hmm. In uh, row 40, some guy keeps getting up and down to go to the bathroom, using my seat to pick himself up. Yeah. <laughs> and the back I of the seat oh where it literally God. like completely reclines you. Yeah. Where he uh -huh. like lightly pets your hair. Yeah. While he's getting himself up. Yeah. And and then you go, OK, this guy better be handicapped. Yeah. Or 140 years old yeah. or insanely <laughs> overweight. Like there's got to be something. And you look back and it's like a CrossFit guy. And you're like, I want to fucking kill your whole family. You're Why? Like, Charles, Charles, you have enough strength in your traps to not even to just hoist yourself up out of this seat by your quads and your traps. Don't fucking touch my seat. Yeah. It's got to be taught. It's got to be taught. We may be celebrating the independence of America, but you know what? You could also celebrate the independence of you. And when I say that, it means taking control of your hormones back, taking control of your fertility with modernfertility.com. I love modern fertility because it's a great way to check your hormones at home. Listen, as women growing up, nobody tells us, right? Hey, do you ever want to think about having a baby? Do you know what your fertility looks like? All our entire lives, we've just been told, no, 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 don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. 
Well, then what if you are trying to get pregnant? You want to take a look at this. Or what if you're not trying to get pregnant right now, but you want to just have some sort of grasp and understanding, wrap your head around what your freaking fertility looks like. Modern Fertility is here to help. Basically, they send you a little kit. You take the test at home. And with a little finger prick, you send your test results back. And you can talk to a professional who can walk you through what your fertility looks like. Knowledge is power, baby. And when the more you know, the more you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. Here's the thing. I love Modern Fertility. It's so easy breezy. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off a test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost a hundred and seventy nine instead of hundreds or even thousands of dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. I love them. You will love them. If you want to test your hormones at home, make it easy breezy. Go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. So anyways, but like so you got this wedding I mean, how many people did you invite? I mean, I'm sure you probably talked about it a good amount on this uh, podcast. Too many, but too many. Yeah, because I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a like, a, I'm a lightweight these days. So I have because I have lost a little bit of weight. Thank you, thank you, Netflix for showcasing my <laughs> slender side. <laughs> thank you to the scale community. Thank you, Jeff. You know what? Listen, we would like a sponsorship. You should bring a a fucking one of those rulers too. Yeah, to measure you. <laughs> Why does he do that too? Yeah, uh, yeah. But the but the, the annoying thing is, I mean, Jeff is a you know, I obviously I think he's the sexiest man on the planet. But he, you know, for guys, when you know, Jeff and I are bigger people. So when Jeff puts in minimal effort, I'm talking like, you know, goes from eating pizza seven days a week down to six, he loses 15, 20 pounds, easy breezy. So for him, it is so easy. And I'm I'm okay. I can't believe I'm about to confess this, but I had to for medical reasons. I've been on an injection. I cannot believe I'm, I'm saying I have been on an actual injection of this new drug that they're trying to figure out for like people with like insulin resistance issues. Yeah. I was literally injecting myself with a drug for six months and I've lost 10 pounds. <laughs> Do you know what the average is for men? 80 to 90 pounds, 80 to 90 pounds over a year. I've been on it half a year and lost 10 pounds. Are you eating the syringe with mayonnaise? <laughs> like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Oh, you're not supposed to put this as a, a syringe salad? <laughs> at the end of last year, I was in really rough shape. And so my doctor was like, I want to put you on this thing. It's going to help you with insulin because I was in a bad spot. Like I was burnt yeah. out. My blood pressure was high. And I and I, I was barely eating. But with women, our hormones get all fucked up. And it's this whole thing. Because after I froze my eggs, I was completely fucked. So I got on this injection. And it basically like helped my blood sugar stay stabilized. It's similar to like if you were diabetic. One of those side effects is but you're supposed to lose weight. And I just was sweaty all the time. <laughs> like, I, I haven't been eating as much and I have lost weight, but it's not like this dramatic, like you're going to lose 60 pounds. That didn't happen. Yeah. And I'm bitter yeah. about it, you know? I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I get it. Like, I mean, I don't, I look, I do have one. I have a body that can lose weight very fast, but I can yeah. gain weight just as fast. So, you know, I get it. Like men can, you know, if we want to lose 15 pounds, we just like, you know, only come. You just come a yeah. couple times. <laughs> you just come a couple times and then you know, you fucking you go to like three workout classes. But so I, you know, I was on antidepressants and I yeah. It, what's funny about that is like, you know, they make you gain weight. And then I got off them and I got fatter. So I was like, okay, well, maybe it's me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, I would get mad because these dumb bitches would be like, quit drinking, Heather. I'm like, you guys don't understand. I work every fucking week. I don't drink. Like I'll have a one night, one night a month, or I'll have like a glass of wine after a show and I'm wearing my Apple watch. And I just walked 15 miles and burned 7,000 calories and was barely eating anything. And it was actually not until I started eating more. I realized I wasn't eating enough. That's why my blood sugar was so fucked up. Once I started eating more, the weight started to come off because my body was like, we're not in starvation panic mode. I don't know why I'm telling you the science of what I've been going through, but I just no. I think a lot of people can like, you know, a wedding is like the ultimate spring break. Like, remember when yeah. you were in college and you had to get ready for spring break? So yeah. you, you stopped eating and you did mm-hmm. a little bit more cocaine. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of addies. Just, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I got to get ready for spring break. When's spring break? Nine years from now. Yeah. I just, it's, <laughs> I like, like, oh my God, to get ready for spring break. And then you get there and you're like, oh, fucking here's my abs. And then after two days of partying, you look like dog shit anyways. Just completely swollen. You're so swollen. Like your fingers are starting to like get arthritic. (laughs) Yeah. And I would just eat lean cuisines. Me and all my sorority sisters would be like, we have three lean cuisines a day and an apple. But then I go to the bar that night and have 65 like vodka Red Bulls. And they didn't even have like sugar-free Red Bull yet. It was just the full sugar. So I was consuming 4,000 calories of just like sludge at night, but I'd have two lean cuisines when I'd come home and be wasted. Mm -hmm. And then you're like looking at Destin on your computer late at night, be like, oh my God, I'm going to rock this. Dude, we would go to to Destin. You get it. You went to Tulane. We would go to, it wasn't ever Panama City. We were a little high class because we were from Ole Miss. So we'd go to 30A. We'd do like Seaside, Rosemary Beach, when that, you know, right when it just got started, and Destin. We would crush Destin. Crush it. You have it. a spring break story that you remember? Like that was just like ultimate spring break? Oh, yeah. I went, we were in Destin and I went to a, a house party with these guys who went to SMU. And this was, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, they're all these rich kids from Dallas. And I remember I even knew it was time to go when these guys started doing shots of vodka through their eyes. And one of the guys was a South African foreign exchange student. And, you know, South Africans fucking party hard. And this guy, I remember just looking at my girlfriends going, I don't want to fuck any of these guys right now because they're doing shots of vodka through their eye. They would take the bottle, put it up to their eye and shoot it back. And it would like give you it was the dumbest fucking thing I ever saw. But I remember just going, I'm done. And I slept in my car that night. Because I was too drunk to drive back to like our fancy beach house. So we were just, me and my girlfriend slept for, in our car for like two hours. And then when the sun came up, we were like, we can drive back to our fancy beach house. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, like to be like, because we would do this thing called rip snorters, which is where you, you snort the salt. Yeah. You shoot the tequila and then you squirt the lime in your eye. Oh, God. And so you're just crying, snot's coming out of your nose, and you're like, spring break, you know, yeah. spring break. I remember. Why would we of, do that to ourselves? Dude, I remember. <laughs> Why? This is so funny. I was at, I was in Panama City, day drinking, like, so hard. Like, I didn't, like, time it out, you know? There was no timing it out back then. You just wake up at 9 a.m. Uh-huh. And fucking so fucked up that my buddies went out without me. I passed out. Then I start wandering the hotel and I meet these girls. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucked up that I'm hanging out with these girls, like four of them in their room. And they decide, they go, can we put some eyeshadow on you? I was like, yeah, spring break. <laughs> so then next thing you know, I am in full, full drag. Hell like yeah. Full, and yeah. I'm just like, 
Nothing more spring break, <laughs> break than this. And then my fraternity brothers come back to the hotel at like one in the morning. And I come out and I didn't fuck any of them. I'm just like, whoo, spring break, guys. And they're like, that, I don't know if that's spring break. <laughs> that's not spring. You're like, no, it is. I just got a gift card to Sephora. That's fucking spring break. That is absolutely spring break. <laughs> I just remember the look on their faces of like, dude, this is not what we had in mind for spring break. I mean, we were we were out of control. We went to Destin as a fraternity. We got kicked out of Destin. They oh, followed us to, yeah. to county lines or city yeah. lines. The sheriff would every year. It was always that was it. If you were down in Destin, Florida, and then it would be like, you know, then the, the cops would come out on the beach. And that was a whole thing. You know, for like three days, for like Monday, Tuesday of spring break, we could party on the beach. And then by Wednesday, the cops knew the gist and they were out there just like beating people down in a sand dune. They're like, it was my, insane. My dad's a lawyer. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, well, you're in Florida. We don't give a fuck. We took the sign of words for like the shitty hotel and yeah. we like just changed the lettering to like, I suck cock or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, Come on, guys. You got to go. Is, guys, you, come on. You, it's funny. You're laughing. I mean, yeah, listen, yeah. I couldn't think of a worse place to be a cop than Destin, Florida. You know, that yeah. that oh. for the month of March, forget it. And my or birthday. Panama, Panama City might Panama be worse. City. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you ever but, go to but, Club La Vila in Panama course. City? Of course. Spinnakers? The phone party. Yeah. Spinnaker oh, yeah. rode the bull. Yeah. The bull rode me. It, I, I, it rode everybody. <laughs> it literally rode everybody. God, those were the days. And that's the thing, too. It's like being on the road, you learn, obviously, we're older, but it's like you learn what physically you have to do to maintain that energy to be to entertain and be able to travel like that. And I literally was looking at my girlfriend, Christina, the other day when we were wrapping up tour. I was like, we like the spring break thing. We used to go and black out seven nights a week, party, dance at Club La Vila in a phone party. And now if I don't do a proper stretch before I go out on stage, I have to see an orthopedist. Like, I really hate to be doing this like hacky old lady joke right now, but that's physically actually where I'm at. Look, it is what it is. It's not, it's not, it's just the truth. Like I was mm. telling, we got this cat, me and my girlfriend, Mango. Mango's so cute. He's a, he's a good looking cat. He's an orange cat, whatever. We rescued him. Don't, you know, whatever. Pretty big yeah. deal. We could kill a human now, I think. That's what the rule is. You can mm -hmm. kill one human for every cat you rescue. And she just, I realize I don't get along with the cat because I can't get on the floor. Like, yeah. I'm at the age now <laughs> where I can't, forget getting up. Right. Getting down is a struggle. And yeah. so it's like, that's the only way you're going to pet a cat. You got to get down on the floor. And I'm, I need to call medics to get me, you know, like mm -hmm. I've, I've, I can't get down, you know, like I, and, and if I do one thing there, I don't know what's going on in my back, but it, it will seize up now. It's not like it gets thrown out, but if I do one slight move too quick to the left, it'll seize up and it just freezes me. And then I have to like slowly sit down and then I have to just like brace the bed or the chair <laughs> and just like breathe for 10 minutes. And then I can finally do a cat cow to stretch it out. But like, <laughs> when did we get here? You know what I mean? I don't Part of me Fuck. thinks I convince we convince ourselves that age that this is just this is how old we are. Right. This is my buddy has a funny story. He was like he's a stand up comedian. He was like 24 and he and he started he was so fucked up on drugs and alcohol. He started coughing up blood. Right. God. And to the point 
where but he coughs up blood and he's like guess this is what 24 <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth that's 24 that's 24 <laughs> 24 <laughs> like he, yeah. he just said but i think that's what we do like that's the extreme version but like right i think with age we go well you know, I'm 40, 41. Yeah. This is 40. You know, this is, this, you know, I just, I guess I'm just going to not be able to sneeze anymore without my hip, you know, stabbing <laughs> me, you know, that's so, but then like I work out for a couple months and I go, Oh my God, like you're, you really can. It's, it's not as funny. Yeah. But you really can like at any age, really like get your shit together. If you decide to not have that excuse of like, yeah. this is it. This is who I am now. I'm well, I've been you know. I've been working my ass off like like in the gym. I'm lifting heavy. I quit doing cardio. Cardio does not serve me because of my hormones. It doesn't. Like I no, walk, I, I get the I get the exercise on the road. I I track my steps. But I used to do this like intense hit training, does nothing for my body. I started lifting really heavy weights, kind of going slow. I get my heart rate up, but that's when I started to lose the weight. Obviously, I'm on like a weight loss injection for my <laughs> insulin. But also, like, the only time, but I've even seen minimal results with that. Like, all this work I've done, I'm, I've am i lost maybe 10 pounds, but I feel good. But I have to maintain the exercise so I don't hurt myself. It's literally preventative now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not whatever the other word would be. Progress. It's like, you're just trying to get ahead of it. Yes, I'm trying to get ahead of it. I'm like, if I get these hammies nice and strong, then when I slip down a flight of stairs in a week, I'll be okay. I'll bounce back. You, know? you fall down the Spanish steps. <laughs> I, I, I do <laughs> all of them. Just all all of them. Like, I'm fine. I, I lifted. I did squats. Yes, I'm great. No, but I think that's the thing with the hit workouts because you deplete yourself so much, then you yeah. think you could eat whatever the fuck you want. And that's how like nothing because you have to eat to just get your blood sugar back and then whatever. Yeah, because you're dizzy. You're walking out of like this fucking boot camp class and you literally you're 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 dizzy. You're sweaty. It's too much. It's too fucking much. We weren't built to do that much. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? We yeah, were built yeah. to be strong. But it's like I had a trainer once who was like, you are a sprinter, not a marathon runner. Like you're very strong and short bursts. But then like you're not a he's like, you'll never be a runner. I was like, yeah, no shit, Carl. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm the same way. I can't run long distance. I, I'm the least flexible person on earth. I go to a place now. They stretch me. I yeah. pay someone. The stretch lab. Yeah. Yeah. It's called stretch you here or whatever. And they just go and they go, oh, you can't touch your toes here. We're going to. And they and they bend my leg and I start to. <clears throat> yeah. Within sec. <laughs> like, like I'm telling you, they can, I can't even straighten a leg, you know, like they don't. Yeah. How are you walking? Like yeah. you did car accident, you break both legs. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm a comedian. This, this is my body. This is my, and you know, I don't know. You just got to like, whatever. I, I, it's funny. I'm drinking now. I didn't drink for three and a half years. Wait, you're back on the sauce. Oh yeah. Wait, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you this. You didn't tell me this. How oh. you feeling? Horrible. This is bad. Yeah. It's bad. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, what's so funny about, not drinking for three years is and then being public about it when you start drinking again even if you are responsible people are like you sure you're gonna oh, you God. you can tell me and then like or if you're drinking with someone you're like whoa hey i don't want to be the one to get you it's like dude 
Yeah. You're like, I, you know, if I want a glass of Cabernet and then a fucking rumble mints, let me live my life. <laughs> dude. Well, that's I why I got hesitant. I That's why I got hesitant about sharing some. Like, I share a lot of medical stuff, but there are days where I'm like, because I don't need somebody's fucking unsolicited advice. You know what I mean? I don't fucking need it. Because these, especially women, women will fucking text you in the middle of the night and you're like, how'd you get my number? And they're like, I heard you're going to get thyroid cancer from taking, you know, a supplement. And you're like, leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Sorry, but yeah, you're drinking you're, White Claw. First of all, thyroid cancer or look good on my wedding. Yeah. It's not even that. No, I literally had to. It wasn't even about the wedding because I'm like, Jeff knows what I look like. We're already married. Yeah. It was my doctor literally at the end of last year when I got blood work back. She was like, you're going to have a stroke because your blood pressure and insulin is so off the chart. And it wasn't like I was eating a lot. And now I'm, I'm figuring my shit out. And I'm not diabetic or anything. But anyways, enough about me. You're drinking White Claws. You're no, but White it's Claws. funny you say that my blood pressure, I got it taken like th three years ago in New York and they yeah. thought I was having a heart attack. That's how high it was. Yeah. It was like one, like something insane. Like a number that like 170 over like one, like something. They go, you can't leave here. And I was like, no, it's just, I get nervous. Yeah, They're like, I'm no, good. this is, I, I'm like, it's anxiety. And they're like, this your dad, like, anxiety is hilarious because people are always like, you're just stressed. It's like, no, you're bleeding from your eyes. Like, no, no, actually, actually your asshole is bleeding. Your colon is falling <laughs> out. But no, you're just stressed. No, my hair was coming out in clumps. That's how yeah. th that's how stressed I was. And it was because, again, the travel is physically taxing on your body. And I was stressed about work. My hair was coming out in clumps. My I couldn't, like, digest food. I, my eyes were, I, like, looked stroked <laughs> out. And my doctor was like, so we're going to get you balanced. Because if not, you're not going to live to see 35. <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah. like, I have to go to Nebraska. I have I to have make to. These, yep. these 40 women in Cheetah laugh. Yes. I have to. Yes. I have to. And you know what's um, funny? Now, I, you know, being on the road, you're surviving. But, you, you know, obviously, it's like the greatest height. It's an addiction, too. So it's like when people say, oh, quit drinking or whatever. You're like, no, actually, comedy is a full addiction. And I hate to be that cheesy fucker right now saying that. But it's a full-blown addiction. Once you get that high, it is. I'm an addict in a different way. I'm chasing that high. And I hate that I use that analogy. It's disgusting. No, uh, and, I, and I hate that I used it. So many comedians are ex-addicts. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, I have somewhat of an, I'm a lazy addict. You know, like, yeah. I have... You know, I, I'm on a lazy boy, but boy, am I doing it well, you right. know, like, right. So, but, you know, drinking, like, I don't really, I don't drink when I'm on the road. You just can't. It, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. With airports. I mean, like last weekend, I, you know, you, but here's the thing, like you, we didn't get this overnight. Like you're right. what, even way above where I'm at right now, but like, I'm doing pretty well myself, like in regards to, so it's like. You think once you get it, it's going to either go away or you mm -hmm. remember the hard times. Yep. So you're like, well, I got to do 94 shows because if I don't do 94 shows, yep. they're going to forget about me. And once exactly. they forget about me, I'm done. And but and if I only do 84 shows, those 10 shows, that's going to matter because I got to get ahead of it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. It, if I don't if I don't perform in Boise at this rec center right now for 40 women in cheetah print, then I will not have tapped into that Boise market. And then when I come out for the third or fifth tour and I'm 87, I'm going to have nobody to perform to like that. It's, it's a, cause you, you hustle for so long. And that's mm -hmm. the interesting thing. Now I got a DM the other day. Someone was like, you become so fucking annoying. I was like, why? Cause I'm working now. 
you just liked me during the struggle. Like the, the, the material is even more funny now because I'm, I'm telling you like the reality of what it's like. But people forget the 15 years where I was pulling fucking change out of my mom's couch because I didn't know how to pay for Chipotle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's why? weird. They think you're annoying because you're too successful. I mean, that's because like, I'm working my ass off. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. all the way off. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when anyone can reach you on the Internet. You yeah. know, you're going to have one out of 100 people tell you that you're fucking annoying. Yeah. And that's the only and the, one you see. Yeah. The other 99 messages of you fucking being great and being an inspiration and being the reason why <laughs> I was able to get through the pandemic. And yeah. if it wasn't for you, I would literally jump off a bridge. Oh, don't give me that like, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, 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 This bitch, Michelle, <laughs> says... And what I love is, is when they send me a DM and then they'll be like, oh, that's the one that got your attention. And I'm like, this is the one that popped up. So I just saw in the message, you're I hate you. You're an annoying cunt. So, yeah, I clicked on that one. I'm sorry I didn't see the two other messages before that were also hateful. You know what I mean? Like, that were like, you look fat today. You're like, uh, your hair's bad. <laughs> you're like, what? You're like, first of all, mom, when did you figure out DMs? <laughs> <laughs> mom i know this is your burner account okay i fucking but, love your mom but yeah yeah she so loves I you drinking, i was she drinking white you. i was drinking white claws and i never had a white claw oh why what's happening sorry my, my husband just came come say hi to andrew real quick come hey jeff hi. pick up rigatoni and come say hi. he brought me a nice coffee but we were talking I, about how you were packing your scale on the trip and he says he gets it. He got in shape too. He did get in shape. You're looking good. Hold on, get in here. He did get in shape. Look bad. You got Yeah, bro. He's ready for golf season. Dude, should I buy the stealth today? Should he buy the stealth? Oh shit, you can't hear. Should he buy the stealth today? So I just went to the LPGA tournament last week and Maria swears by it. So you definitely need to get a stealth. Okay. All right. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get one. I'm gonna go buy it today. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'll be five more minutes. Andrew and I recorded. Jeff looks skinny. Jeff looks so skinny. He's in such good shape, and we hate him. He's so handsome. And he says, Andrew got in shape, too. You can't hear him, but he said, Andrew got in shape. And he's like, yeah, you two both, maybe we'll get weird after the wedding. You know what I mean? <laughs> has, has Jeff ever been to Italy? Yes, Jeff has been to Italy multiple times. But I will tell you this. The funny thing is, Jeff, who is like, we both have family that lives in Italy, even though our last names are Daniels and McMahon. It's on our mom's side. Jeff, every time we go to Italy, dresses like a fucking tourist. He's always in a golf shirt. He's always in a teepee sawgrass shirt. And then he has like a like a Ferrari hat on and like a selfie stick. And I'm like, this is why the gypsies attack us. You're actually Italian. Speak decent Italian. And this is why we're getting, you know, pickpocketed in the streets, Jeff. God damn it. Like, so his, our buddy John Mallon, who's this amazing stylist in Atlanta, took him shopping yesterday and got him some like silk button downs and some like terry cloth shirts. I'm like, you got to fucking look Italian, Jeff, you know? Dude, that's it's, so funny. Yeah. I love the Ferrari hat to be like, like yeah. there's something about a Ferrari hat that's so Italian. You know, so you just, Italian. I always, there's, I've never seen a, like a guy that wasn't overly tan, whose yeah. skin wasn't falling <laughs> apart, you know? With like a gold necklace, who like didn't yeah. even have a had a he he drove up in like a Fiat. A, a Fiat. A Fiat. <laughs> <laughs> they both start with F. It's yeah. similar, you know. If you if you shorten Ferrari, it's Fiat. Yeah, um, it's Fiat. <laughs> no, I think the thing that the reason why I asked is kind of what we were talking about because I just couldn't believe the Italian men and how metrosexual they are. Yeah, compared to the Italian American man, and it just it really like. Made me laugh a lot. Uh, and, like, and and Jeff and I are already physically, 
like he's six two. You know, I'm five ten. We physically show up at the airport in Milan and they're like, why? Why are you here? Godzilla, back up. It's so big. You know, dude, we were called Shrek and Princess Fiona in a store once. And I, guys, forget this joke because I'm going to put it in the set in the fall. But literally, I'm like, it doesn't matter what language you speak. You understand when somebody is like Shrek, Princess Fiona, why are you here? I was like, Jeff was hey, like, wait, we got to get. Wait, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Who said that to you? We walked into Brunello Cuccinelli which is like a really famous, you know, cashmere shop. And nice. it's a really nice atelier in Italy and Florence. And the, the ladies were whispering and they said, oh, Shrek, Princess Fiona. And I looked at Jeff and I go, well, I understand what they're saying. It's time to fucking go. Oh, my God. That yeah. Is- yeah. And there and I felt like doing, you know, that scene from Pretty Woman where she walks in the store in Wilshire. And I'm like, you just made a big mistake. Huge. And, yeah, but they were like, we still don't have your size, so we walked out. We left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll buy three of them and tie them together. Exactly. I'll show you. They're like, Winch, this is yeah. really Shrek. You're Shrek yeah. right now. You're actually Shrek. <laughs> come, come back when your princess feels. <laughs> yeah, truly. I have that body that can't fit into any European clothes. No. Like I'm like a 34, 30, which I know isn't like, but no one carries those kind of jeans in Europe. Europe is 28, 36. Like it's guys with legs that are longer than, and they're all skinny. Cause they all fucking, I don't know, whatever it is. They always are like, it's all organic bread. You know, it, I, will, I will say this every time I go to Europe, I drop 10 pounds without even trying. And that's the bullshit in America. I have to literally inject myself with something from big pharma <laughs> just so I don't have stroke <laughs> panic migraines. But I go to Europe and I drink, I just heavily drink. Like I've gone basically six months with barely drinking and I'm about to drink breakfast, breakfast wine. Like that's what I do. And I will eat nothing but carbs and refined sugar and cheese and bread. And I'll come back glowing 10 pounds lighter and, you know, maybe with a baby. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's good. It's maybe because you're just smiling. Maybe because you're yeah. happy. I don't know. Because I'm not in uh, tour yeah. and dead inside. Did <laughs> <laughs> these maybe. white claws are... If they were in my twenties, I'd be I I would have over I would have been dead from mango white claws. You did know? you did you ever they, have a four loco? That's to me, it's kind of similar. Yeah, before Lar- loco and sparks. Remember sparks? <sighs> I think we've mentioned sparks before to have. each other. Sparks, it, you like you end up doing like a sparks. You do he- you're going to do hard time. You know what I mean? If you drink yeah. a spark and a four loco, you were going to prison for a while. That's why these white these white claws is like, you know the the. PG version of those. I just can't get over how much they taste like LaCroix. Like LaCroix is the gateway drug to White Claw. Yeah. And then I'll drink a LaCroix now and I'll be like, this, like, this sucks. I'm not even (laughs) feeling like, like, I can't get over. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm mind boggled by what seltzer alcohol is. Like it, I would have drank 25 of those a day. In my 20s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because they're healthy, you know? Yeah. I, and they, I don't know what it is. It's, uh, my sister had, my sister was over here. We were working on something and I, you know, I get sent all these different brands of seltzers. She had no idea. They were, they were the busy ones with like, it has like added vitamin C. She had no idea they had alcohol in them because they taste so good. And it's like, you know, uh, acerola cherry for immune immunity boost. My sister had three of them and looked at me. She was like, she's an attorney. She's like, I got to go back to work. And she was like, what the fuck are in these? She's like, I don't feel good. I have to lay down. I was like, oh, fuck, bitch. Those are loaded with alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's all trickery these days. But you know what? Listen, I'm glad. I'm glad that you are doing your thing, Andrew. I'm yeah. glad that you're a reality star. I hope you get a season to pick up. But you're doing your own thing, too. And I'm excited. Yeah. Are you going to go out on your own and do some shows? What are you doing? I am. I am. So I have my own podcast called Puddles with Andrew Collin, which you've been on. Yeah. I'll and it's taken a little bit of a turn where lately I've just had my girlfriend on. Yeah. And everything we've kind of talked about, we, I really love doing it with her because we dis, we really like discuss things that I don't think we would unless right. we were on a podcast. And afterwards, I don't know. I just think we're very honest about our relationship. And I, I think it's extremely relatable. And I think your kind, your fans would, I think, eat it a up. Andrew, anytime you come on my podcast, everybody always says like, I, well, when you and I chit chat, we really giggle. I forget we're recording. I just want to giggle with you because I adore you. So everybody listen to Puddles. Puddles is so fucking funny. And I like that you have, I'm already team Rena because you have a female perspective in your life keeping you in check and telling you to throw out that musty old fuzzy fucking diet Coke. Look over my fucking dead body, <laughs> which will be in Boca Raton, which will be in Boca Raton. Andrew, I'm going to let you go. I love you to With death. My- <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Just go to Andrew T. Collin on Instagram and I will be on the road soon. I would love your support once yeah. I finally get out there. Thank you so much for having me. I I fucking love doing this. I always write Heather. I go, we should maybe like do a podcast. And, you know, I think eventually when her career really falls off and mine really picks up, it might happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you were like, let's do it. And I go, Andrew, I'm I'm literally in Milwaukee this weekend. I can't, (laughs) but we will we will get it together. Yeah, I I probably only have about two good years left. And then you'll really take off when you hit about 50. So, you know what? You got to let me let me fall. I'll let you rise. It's always a yin and a yang. And that's why I love you, buddy. I love you. Thank you. All right. As always, you can tune into the podcast at follow Andrew, you know, the drill. In the meantime, between time, I'm going to go drink a White Claw with Andrew. Love you, mean it. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Ciao. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.